Did you know that there is something that you can do every single day that will bring you closer to Jesus while also helping you overcome the obstacles of your life? My name is Shane Gerhard, and this is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. Before we get into it, what I want to do is give you a recap of what we had covered on the previous podcast. What we had kind of gone over is that I had been struggling with lust and failures, and it was really had a high tension on me. And I pressed into the Holy Spirit, and He helped me identify that what I had been doing is I had been viewing men wrong equally as much as I had been viewing women wrong. And He gave me tools, and it's what we're really going to be diving into. It was called an anchor. He gave me an anchor that I was able to pull on that brought me closer to Him and helped me overcome these loss. Have I beaten it completely? No. But I have taken massive strides forward that wouldn't have been possible without the Holy Spirit. Now, I would challenge you to go back and listen to those podcasts if you haven't yet, because I do go into deeper detail of what that looks like. But this whole episode is really going to be about anchoring. Now, what is anchoring? Anchoring is a truth that sits in the kingdom that pulls you closer to Jesus. The way I see it in my imagination is it's kind of like having a a rope or a chain around your belly, and it's attached to a lever that's in a big circle, kind of like you see in the movies with, with, uh, with Navy ships or pirate ships that drop an anchor. Now, at the end of it is actually Jesus. He's the one that's pushing the anchor in circles to, to, bring you closer to him and all you have to do is just imagine the breakthrough the revelation the aha moment that you had received which i'm I'm gonna go in a little bit more detail and from there it actually pulls you closer to him and it pulls you away from what's been holding you back in the world for me it's lust and in this season that's right now is what i'm overcoming overcoming And I've really made some big strides, but I also had made some failures along the way, which I'm going to kind of go into detail as well. Now, what I want to do is just show you what I do when I'm pulling on an anchor, how I do this. Now, the first thing that I like to do is I pull back. Now, to me, I'm literally taking a step back, like with my body, I I literally take a step back, but I imagine myself, I imagine my, my normal human self being like red and my spirit being blue. And a lot of the times I just close my eyes and I imagine myself being blue, representing my spirit, actually taking a step backwards. And at times if I'm tired or if I've just been going throughout the day and I, I'm kind of exhausted and I have not been in the presence because that honestly really does happen. I, I When you spend enough time in the presence of God and you not in it at a time, it's sometimes a little difficult to just take that step forward. So I literally close my eyes, I envision this, and I literally take a step back. Now, John Maxwell, he talks about this in a few of his books. He actually has a reflecting chair that he goes to, and and this chair is literally there for the sole purpose of him reflecting over his day, his week, his month, his year, etc., etc. 
it's there because when he sits in it, it's much easier for him to automatically begin to reflecting. It's not there for him to go relax or do these things. It's literally there for reflecting. And James Goal has the same concept. He has a chair that he goes to specifically to just be in the presence of God, to just have a date with him, have an appointment with him, to encounter him in many ways. He'll literally just go in that chair for that one purpose, not to do business, not to write his bills, not to anything, but to just be in the presence of God. That's the sole purpose of the chair. And so for me, this is that spot. This is my chair. I do this, and this is literally my place where I meet Holy Spirit. So I I do that, and then I quiet myself. Now, I don't know why I don't quiet myself first and then go into it. All I know is that I'll, I'll stop, I'll pull back, and then I'll quiet myself and just ignore things. For me, it, the more and more and more you do this, the easier it is to actually encounter him when you have a designated place that you go to in your mind or in your house or et cetera, et cetera. So for me, I pull back. It kind of just quiets everything else. And then I focus on quieting whatever anything else needs to be quiet. <laughs> now, then what I do is I bring up in my imagination the time I actually received the breakthrough, the revelation, the aha moment. And for me, it was actually the moment I had walked into the office and I was able to turn and see my friend as a son of God because I had been struggling the way I see men. I was very Competitive. So I was comparing myself to them and traits that I'm better than them and traits that they're better than me at. But this was the moment I looked and that all went away. And all I saw was him as a son of God. So this honestly kind of feels like when you are really dirty and sweaty from an intense workout and it's hot outside and you get home and you get into the shower and it's a really nice cool shower because you're hot you're sweaty and dirty and you get in and the water just completely refreshes you and it rinses off this dirt and sweat and you are just completely clean like that's honestly what a, a revelation or a breakthrough and a homo will feel like so those are the moments that you're going to be anchoring to now that's what i brought up in the moment at that time I brought up the moment I first saw him as a son of God, who he was designed to be, what he brings to the body of the church. And I'm witnessing this. And so I bring it to the front of my mind. And what I mean by that is kind of like if you close your eyes, well, first, if you look around you and you see like a car or a pen or a mug or a baseball, basketball, Anything around you, if you close your eyes, you can usually imagine that object. You can bring it up in your imagination, and you can cause the object to go maybe 100 feet ahead of you. You can make it go really, really close up into your face, in your imagination. You can kind of move it around. Who knows? If you get really good, you can actually change the color, or you can add some things. Um, It's all in your imagination. And, And sometimes this takes practice for a lot of people. For me, I've gotten pretty good at it. So what I do is I actually, I close my eyes. I bring up that moment I first saw him as a son of God. And I bring it to the forefront of my mind. It's directly in front of me. It's full color. And I just kind of focus on it. Now, at that point, my body's actually changing. Like, I'm feeling the presence of God. I'm feeling him around me. I can sense that he's in the room with me. And, And what I mean by that 
It's like, have you ever gotten really close to a TV and you can actually feel the static coming off? Like, that's what's kind of I'm feeling like, but it's inside my body and it's all over my body. It's like all inside it. Or another example would be, it's like having a million people within you that are karate chopping your muscles, like little, little tiny people. And so you're feeling this. And and so my body's feeling that the cares of the world just kind of disappear at that point. I mean, you're, it's hard to think about one thing when you're thinking about another, right? So this is the main thing that's going on and it's pulling me. It's literally pulling me. I'm bringing this up to my imagination and I'm literally getting pulled in closer to Jesus. Now, after that, that's usually enough for me at that point. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I've seen some really good results from this. I'll usually actually stop at that point and I'll go about my day. Like if, if I'm, if a lustful thought would pop up, that's what I would do is I would bring myself. I would, let me start over. If a lustful thought comes up, what I do is I pull back, I quiet myself, I bring that up to my imagination, to the forefront of my mind, and it's usually good. I sit in that. I just sit there, and I, I soak in it, and usually, it, it's kind of funny because the word baptism was actually a cooking term back uh, like a couple thousand years ago when Paul was bringing it up in in the Bible it was actually a cooking term he was using it as an analogy to explain everything what it's like it's literally what you do with a pickle you take a cucumber and when you put it in like vinegar and it becomes a pickle like the DNA literally changes that is the process of baptizing when you soak something in something it literally changes the DNA and it becomes something completely new. So when you're doing this and you're you're feeling things all over your body, you're you're being baptized in that moment. And you're actually it it can be enough for you. But what I wanted to do is I wanted something extra. So I, I actually was talking to Holy Spirit and I'm like, hey, what's something I can add to this that would help people or even help me? Because this is a journey. This is we're taking this one step at a time and we always want to be progressing. And so I asked him this, and he said, ask me to show you more. So at the end of all that, he said, ask me to show you more. So I did. I I brought myself back. I pulled back. I quieted myself. I brought up the moment that I had gotten that uh, breakthrough of seeing him as a son of God. I got it in the front of my mind, and I said, Holy Spirit, show me more. And he actually brought me back. Not to the initial moment where I saw him as son of God, but when he actually had spoken into my life and given me a prophetic word, he brought me back to that moment. And there were other people in the room. Now, what I was seeing in my head was kind of like being in that room and everything's black and white or, or really shadowy and dark. And there's a spotlight on him. Like he's full color. There's light shining down on him, uh, just like as a spotlight would. But everything else around him is dark and shadowy, black and white. What happened was the light that was on him, the spotlight actually grew. It didn't move from him. It stayed on him, but it just got bigger and it covered more of the room and it actually covered another one of my friends. Now, immediately when I was seeing this in my mind and I saw my other friend being coming into like full color and the spotlight going on him, what I saw Immediately was the same thing. I saw him as a son of God. I saw him as who he was created to be, what he brings to the body 
of Christ. And when it, when I say that, I'm I'm referencing scripture when Paul talks about we're we're all part of the body, like we're all like a, a thumb, an eye, a hand, uh, a leg, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We're we're we bring something individually, but it's all for one bigger purpose for the church. That's kind of what I'm referencing when I say uh, what he brings to the body. Uh, you could be a hand, you could be an eye, but you're both important. Not one isn't better than the other. You're, we're both needed. That's what I'm referencing. So I'm seeing him, and I'm like, wow, these are all the things he brings to the church. This is what he brings to the body. This is who you created him to be, to be adored and loved. And, I, and I'm and I'm like, wow, it's getting bigger. Like these are things that I'm I'm beginning to experience and see. And I'm like, wow, that my anchor, it was actually getting stronger. I was having more to visualize, more things that would actually uh, essentially baptize me in, in that into heaven. And my, I personally believe that your DNA is actually changing the more you spend time in the presence of God. Like you, your structure actually begins to shift. Um, I've had this explained to me, like the, the science and analytics of it. It's really cool. Maybe I'll get someone on to interview about this. So it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, I want to address something. That, that's essentially it for anchoring. That's the tools I kind of go through. At the end, ask Holy Spirit to show you more. You could do this in so many different facets of different ways of your life. And essentially, if you're given a word, at the end, you'd be like, God, Jesus, show me more. If you're praying and you're actually getting something from the Lord, you can sit there and be, show me more. It's a great thing you can add to just about almost anything you're doing with the Holy Spirit. It's awesome. <laughs> Now, what I want to kind of go through is what it's like to kind of progress into this. Now, what I mean by that is I've been developing my ability to hear Holy Spirit for a long time. And for people who are just starting out, I like to give this analogy. Every time you begin to practice hearing the Holy Spirit and you may hear him, you may see him, you may uh, feel him, you may sense him, you may know him. I mean, there's multiple different facets that you can go into, and we'll, we're going to go into this later, so don't get worried about it. But when you practice hearing him, it's almost as if you get a coin every time you do it. And with this coin, you put it in like a piggy bank, and it adds up. And just for the sake of the picture, the analogy, let's say it adds up to like a dollar. Now, what can you really do with a dollar? Not too much. I mean, you could go to Burger King and get something off the dollar menu. Dollar menu. You can go to Taco Bell, McDonald's. I mean, you can't do much. You're surviving, um, but there's not much you could do that. I like to reference this that when you're practicing to hear the Holy Spirit, you're only really receiving from him when you're at church and worship is going on, you're fully concentrating, you're praying, you're going at it, but uh, if, if the music stops, you kind of fall out, you, you stop hearing. Now, the more you practice and the more you go about it, you begin to collect more coins, more coins, more coins. You're putting this in your piggy bank, you're, you're accumulating more, and what happens is you end up having like $5. Now, $5 will get you five more things on the dollar menu, or it might get you a munchy meal, a jack-in-the-box, or a bunch of different things. And what I like to reference this to is it's essentially like you can be at home now, 
and you put on worship music and you kind of just quiet yourself and and now you can receive from the holy spirit now you can experience jesus you can feel his presence literally around you you can recognize that he is in the room with you and but if the music stops or if someone opens the door and comes in the room like it actually pulls you out of that it, it it's it's enough to distract you and and get you out of that encounter now if you keep doing that and keep going along and keep practicing like this is over course of a decent amount of time. Now you have like $10, right? You keep getting a coin. Now you have about $10. And what can you do with that? Well, you're not going to a good sit-down restaurant yet, but now you're going to uh, getting some better food at fast food. You can go to Subway, uh, get a nice good sandwich. You can go to a lot of different places and spend $10 and get like a good burger, uh, a really good salad. I mean, whatever you want to do, you could do it with $10. Um, it's not going to be amazing, but it's good. Now, what I like to reference this to is it's kind of like you can be in most places. You don't have to have worship music going on, but as long as you quiet yourself and you don't have many distractions going on, you can actually experience the Holy Spirit. So let's say you're even at the park and no one's really around you. You can quiet yourself and and pull yourself into a place where you can uh, speak with Jesus uh, and and encounter him in, in different ways. So, I'm going to leave it at that for now. I want to challenge you to try and first get a breakthrough. And if you go through other episodes, you'll, you'll kind of have an idea of what that looks like. And I'm going to go progress more as we continue. But f- see if you can anchor yourself and give me updates. Send me a comment, a message, and tell me what the progress is for you. Now, through that, just keep on moving forward practicing and practicing and practicing getting those little coins and adds up to how you hear him but that's where i'm going to leave this episode i pray that you encounter him fully right now as you're listening to this podcast i just pray the holy spirit encounters you right now in jesus name until next time